I'm Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we, and we are, are Between, between the Jays. And it's a lovely morning to be out in this beautiful liquid sunshine day. Yes, but spring is coming. Yeah, spring soon. is coming. It can't get soon enough. The daffodils are blooming. Well, I'm ready for summer. Skip <laughs> skip spring. Well, bring on summer. That's true. But anyway. Anyway, we have Megan Mulvey with us from Cross Country Mortgage. And we are going to be talking about some of the things that people need to do, especially if they're going to be a first-time home buyer, what they need to have with them, and also some things to avoid when you're buying a house. Yeah, a we all have stories in our business about things to avoid. And, you know, we try to educate people up front, but it doesn't always work. We do. So, so Megan, what do if someone is a first-time home buyer and they're getting ready to apply for a mortgage, what are some things that they need to have for Yeah. You? Definitely. Um, so first time home buyers getting ready to uh, even their first time purchase. Um, basically, they need to know approximately where their credit is in line. Um, there's some good options, you know, out there to monitor it yourself, you know, for ballpark, everything like that. Um, standard paperwork, you know, we call it the twos, um, the two years W2s, the two years tax returns, the last two pay stubs typically, you know, for 30 days. Um is is pretty much standard across the board so um that's basically what you need to get in line for first time home purchase um and then as y'all know you know you need that pre-approval um with the lender like myself um before they start looking for homes what if somebody's a 1099 employee because yeah. we come across that sometimes and that's a little mm-hmm. bit different <clears throat> yeah they're getting a loan right typically it's still just the two years of 1099s that they need for their approval. Yeah, the 1099s yeah. can be complicated because obviously when you're self-employed, mm-hmm. you want to write off as much as you can. And Correct. And it look like you're not making any money. And yeah. then well, that becomes an issue. So, yeah, there's that side. And then there's also the side out here, especially in the film industry, when it could be different companies with different 1099s mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, but as long as they show the history of it, then, then it should still be okay. Right. Yeah. So... Well, and we're all we're coming up in the midst of tax season too. Mm-hmm. So the other thing is, people need to make sure that if they owe for taxes, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even if they don't owe, that they have gone ahead and filed mm-hmm. their taxes right yeah. into that one time. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, well, we yeah we run into everything in this business. For sure. <laughs> I think we all have yeah we all have our stories. So you know, I think the concern right now, you know, getting off the pre-approval, and mm-hmm. I mean. Obviously, when you go out, I've had I've had clients that would call me, and they'd say, "Well, this agent won't show me the house because I don't have my letter," mm-hmm. because it can be touchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, "Well, I'll show you," and I feel like it's never a waste of time for me because right. even if they don't have that pre-approval letter, if you were kind enough to say, "Well, let's just get in the car and ride around and talk," and then if you find out later that hey, they mm-hmm. need six more months, at least you didn't make them feel like well i'm not gonna drive you around unless i have that letter but that's how my approach is but you know i've gotten clients because of that Mm -hmm. because i'm like you know just be patient if they don't have their letter yet if there's a glitch in there Mm -hmm. eventually they'll do something or they'll refer you because you were nice to them and didn't say you're not getting my car if you don't have that letter (laughs) yeah definitely and i mean so and that's something we can do too is if if even if we pull their credit and enter all their information and see that right now is not the time for them to purchase we can kind of help well, even myself, even with my banking history, I right. can kind of guide them in the direction. Right. Of, 
of yeah, what they need a to lot do. of it's just like a consulting thing yeah just, exactly but then you know for us as agents we want to sell them a house and we'd love to do it in 30 mm-hmm. days but if we make a new friend and a new client and we mm-hmm. don't have them till a year out then at least we're helping them by getting them to the right person to be yeah. able to say look this is where this is the path we need to take correct Definitely. well and it's relationship building right and mm-hmm. especially in either it, whether you're in the mortgage lending mm-hmm. or in the real estate side we're really there to be consultants for people and mm-hmm. to guide them through the process. And sometimes I feel like companies, we won't name them, kind of make it just seem so transactional, mm-hmm. whether it's on the mortgage side or the real estate side. Mm-hmm. It just takes that whole yeah. consulting and right. relationship mm-hmm. out of it, which yeah. is so important. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, I mean, as a, especially as a local lender and having our office here in Noonan, and I mean, I couldn't be with a better example of that mm-hmm. too because it's not just a transaction to me and it never has been which is why i work for cross country now um and they're amazing but it's always been about those relationships and the people i have yes. people calling me from five years ago you know that are purchasing or their kids are needing to purchase and so that aspect mm-hmm. of it is my favorite part like when you get that phone call and say oh my daughter needs to buy a house now you help me so Help yeah, her. yeah, we we love this, the referral basis. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've been in the business and you start seeing people refer you, it makes you feel like you've done a good job, mm-hmm. and you know the consistency of staying in touch with people and definitely contacts and a lot of what we do. I mean, even though yours is different, it's similar because you have events and things mm-hmm. that you try to do to attract new people, and uh, you know just relation. It goes back to relationships and right. giving back to the community is a big thing for me yeah. too. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? Because I know sometimes people get concerned about this if they have tried to apply in maybe multiple different mortgage companies. Mm-hmm. Does it really hurt their credit to have it pulled so, more than once, <clears throat> if that makes sense? So you have, and the government makes sure it's for fair lending practices that from the first day you have your credit pulled and you're shopping for a mortgage loan. Mm-hmm. That first day, you have 30 days to shop around for for rates or people or lenders or whatnot. So that first pull is a hard pull, and every other pull is a hard pull also. But that first Mm -hmm. one will, it's not ding your credit, but just you'll see a, a reaction to your credit. But those other times after that, within that 30 day window, don't affect that that credit score at all after that. But I mean, if you're shopping for a house, you know, and it minorly does something to your credit score, the next month when you go to pay your credit card bills, it's going to come right back up. So, I mean, it will affect it short term, but mm-hmm. long term, no. Um, because obviously, if you're continuing to make payments on time or your car payment on time, you know, or whatnot, then it will just go back to where it was or, or higher if you're paying them, them down. Well, and people need to realize how important it is to pay those things on time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think yeah. another thing for me, I've had clients in the past that could not get approved because they didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they're thinking, right. they're thinking, yes. oh, wow, I don't have any mm-hmm. debt. I don't, I can do anything, but right. they don't have any Correct. lines or any, any history and they think they're yeah. doing something good. So then that's when they're usually advised, go out. Open up even, a mm-hmm. credit card, just even be if consistent you, and paying it. And, yeah. and that's what, if you have open credit cards, one major tip I tell people is if you pay them off, don't close them out. Mm-hmm. Like, keep them open. Yeah. Keep $20 on, mm-hmm. on the credit balance. Because if you have that open credit line open and they're, you owe only $20 against 3000 or whatever it is, then mm-hmm. it shows the creditors and us even as a mortgage lender 
hey, they have this <laughs> available, but they don't need it. Right. So if mm-hmm. you close it out, then that takes that whole line away mm-hmm. from them and it hurts them more than it helps them. Right. Our so that's cell- a huge one. <clears throat> Are cell phone bills a good one, too, that they can see that you're paying or not really? No, they're not really a traditional source of credit. Okay. Anything on your credit report, like um, it's like uh, credit cards, loans, um, student loans still show, um, or car, car payments. payments. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that will show in your credit report is, is what we look at. Mm-hmm. Well, and my thing, too, when I have someone come in, the Internet's such a great tool to find out everything and then if you get someone that comes in with an internet lender and you've got that pre-approval mm-hmm. and you know i just tell people like you need to deal with a person right like you need to have that personal contact mm-hmm. and i mean i haven't had horrible experience some of the you know the internet mm-hmm. lenders or whatever mm-hmm. they just call you back when they well, that I mean, and it's just, you just feel like you don't you feel like you don't have a real person, and I think it's important yeah. to have that real contact mm-hmm. because well, the person out in California or wherever <laughs> that's doing your loan, I mean, they're never going to see you again, and Correct. you probably are not going to refer them anything because yeah. the buyer brought them in, and so they really don't have that vested interest mm-hmm. to be able to say, "Look, I need repeat business." Yeah. Well, and I tell people too. I mean, even with that, you're going to call an eight hundred number mm-hmm. typically, so you're yeah. never going to get the same person. Or even um, with an online lender, a lot of times to even get a pre-approval, they don't require any documentation. So you can put in that you make $3 million, mm-hmm. you know, a yeah. month when you typically make 3000 mm-hmm. And um, that piece of paper is just a piece of paper. Right. Um, uh, we've always, well, I've always taken initial documents like pay stubs and bank statements up front just to verify that mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. make what you say you make. And I'm not giving you this letter just because, you know, mm-hmm. you say you need it. I want to make sure sure that you are fully pre-approved before, because that's my name on the line too. Right. So, so as far as VA goes, mm-hmm. do you guys offer like the same thing? What's the VA company that we deal with that's for the military families? I can't think of it right now. Are you talking about USAA? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. USAA. Well, I mean, we offer well because VA you loans, know, obviously, so. a veteran wants to take advantage of mm-hmm. sure, you yeah, know, what they've earned, yeah. And in some cases, I feel like some of those places, you know, yeah. I feel like it's harder to get to the closing table, but they feel like they need to go through them, right? They feel and like I they have a better just, deal, but I don't know. No, if that's it's the, the case. same deal. So yeah. I think it's just plugged into their head that mm-hmm. I mean, USAA is the only one, which mm-hmm. almost every well, typically every lender that I've I've ever worked for and known of offers VA. Mm-hmm. So it's a great, and what was nice about um, when I first started in the business, I had a, a branch that was on an Air Force base. Mm-hmm. So I have tons of experience in that. Um, and it was so, and they're the nicest people mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the most deserving of 100% financing, right. you know, for a house ever. So, yeah, we, that's, yeah, we I, I just think offer. sometimes because they have, might, might have insurance through USAA mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. benefits yeah. that they just feel like that's their go-to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's always the best, but you know, well, and it's, it's just harder like, to reach people. It's harder to reach mm-hmm. them. Well, and right. it is luck of the draw. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, we've had situations more on the new construction side where sometimes they've been great to work with mm-hmm. and then other times. Right. And that's where I feel like sometimes the online lenders we have the biggest challenge with is mm-hmm. on the new construction side of our business. Right. Because they're, the appraisers are not always local. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, then, that's another story. And then just trying <laughs> to get through. Yeah. And then just trying to get through um, 
the the che- you know mm-hmm. when we finally get the certificate of occupancy at the end right just mm-hmm. making sure yeah. that we can close quickly <clears throat> right yeah, so yeah it's a lot of moving parts so i guess one thing that i would ask too that people might want to know if someone goes to get pre-approved tell elaborate on conventional versus fha and why you would go conventional if you have a buyer mm-hmm. and you have to shift them to fha mm-hmm. is there a glitch like maybe a little something in the um, credit score or what typically it's credit score or debt to income ratios mm-hmm. um just because fha tends to allow for higher debt to income ratios and lower credit scores mm-hmm. um but with conventional you're you're going to have mortgage insurance typically for most of them you know unless there's a whole bunch of, of lists why not but um with FHA, there's private mortgage insurance mm-hmm. because it's a government loan. So, they're, you're, you know, they don't give stuff away for free. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're going right. to charge you to use their loan product. But, um, I mean, I've even seen positively why, I, even personally, why I switched somebody from conventional to FHA. Because even in looking at the different payment amounts, the interest rate with FHA was so much better that it saved them money even with the private mortgage insurance versus a conventional mm-hmm. loan. Well, and I think for us as real estate agents... In this multiple offer mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. world, yes. if somebody is, we're, we're competing against right. cash buyers. Yeah. So if someone sees FHA, FHA mm-hmm. then yeah. for some reason that red flag goes up because they mm-hmm. think it's going to be more challenging to right. get that approved. And that's when yeah. I've called, even <clears throat> even as the lender, I've called the listing agent to tell them, you know, my buyer is fully qualified. This is why they're going FHA. Like, And as long as I get the borrower's permission, I will spell it out. Like, this is why I'm mm-hmm, putting them mm-hmm. in this product. You know, any questions, they have this many months of reserves, you know, that they have saved back for payments. So financially, they're fine. It's just because of X, you know. Mm-hmm. So right, I think that's huge, too. And with an, well, like you said, an online lender, I mean, they're not going to mm-hmm. call. No, not <laughs> no, typically. not. You don't see Rocket making a yeah. phone call. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not typically. In, in no, well, Georgia. you know, they I, know. Get, I think, not knowing <laughs> for sure, but they probably get so many calls mm-hmm. a day from yeah. people. And they probably just pick up a lot of... Mm-hmm. Clients, even I guess the refi business is still fairly strong, maybe. Or yeah, I've seen what a are the rates? Are the rates <laughs> they're increasing um, from what they were even a couple months ago? They've been increasing because we're in a increasing market, and you know, you're seeing all prices go up everywhere with inflation. But um, we're kind of tied to that too. So I mean, it's not where they were <laughs> last year, but mm-hmm. they're still good. Where are the rates right now? I, honestly, I'm terrible. I don't really follow. It depends <laughs> on like. Yeah, I mean, can't quote the exact ones, yeah. but it yeah. depends it changes on like, every day. Yeah, like it in can the force, change multiple times, mm-hmm. like in the force still, typically. Which, um, I mean, which is great. Yeah, but when people are used to in, seeing it in the yeah. threes and or the, the twos, twos. Well, yeah. But when you think historically, they were fifteen, sixteen percent. Right. So, I'll say my first condo. Yeah. We've talked about this before, Joy. I know it had a graduated, so it started at six percent, then it mm-hmm. went up to seven, then it was going to top at eight, and that was in the nineteen nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, historically. So much lower, yeah. right? Yeah, it's still, and that's what it's still a great time to buy or even refinance if if that's well, an it's a good time. So. Well, we say it's a good time to buy. We our prices, it's a good time mm. to buy for some. It's mm-hmm. probably a better time to sell <laughs> for some. <laughs> either way, well, there are different challenges. Well, you know, in, right in my world, being from the area mm-hmm. and having so much family here and watching social media and how mm-hmm. everybody's like, you people need to quit moving here. And it's just, you can't stop mm-hmm. a community that is 
so close to the interstate mm-hmm. and so close to the airport and people just want to you try to educate but people a lot of people just move here and they mm-hmm. want the gate we say they want the gate to shut at the exit <laughs> ramp so that would be an interesting approach well we yeah like you like you like mm-hmm. let somebody stand at the ramp and you have to pre-approve them for coming into the county mm-hmm. or <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> but you just you know you can't the, I feel sorry for the politicians because they do a great job, yeah. but everybody always wants to say, well, they're padding their pockets. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how? What are you talking about? How? I mean, you can't, you have a development plan in mm-hmm. place for how many, you know, you go by all the, whatever the city and county mm-hmm. requires for you to do. I mean, we've just went through that on some rezoning. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're doing what they're telling you to do, they can't tell you no. Right. Because there's what we call zoning attorneys that are mm-hmm. standing in the background going, you know, hey. We're going to have to mm-hmm. take legal action if you don't, you know, do what you said you were going to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So it, it's hard. And then they talk about what we find traditionally people moving here. A lot of it is people are moving here for their grandkids and mm-hmm. their family. And then everybody's mm-hmm. screaming, we need new schools. Well, mm-hmm. probably not because the Board of Education, right. they do their studies no. and due diligence on how many kids, how many people moving here have kids mm-hmm. that are in the school mm-hmm. system. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot, but it's not all well, and every year when they talk about that, mm-hmm. you know, and they share that information, I always think that's fascinating that they really mm-hmm. are, that there is a plan, that the school right. district is mm-hmm. following the growth of the county mm-hmm. and they're really looking at the statistics of who is moving here mm-hmm. from an age range. Well, you know, and and I just think that people don't think that much, not that they don't think, I don't think they realize how in depth or how much, how much time goes much into time. trying to figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's just a lot of undeveloped land here, mm-hmm. and for so long, I think the county has finally said, we, the city's annexing all this property, mm-hmm. and the county, you know, they want to get in on that, and so they've come up with some new systems, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. That's another subject. We'll have to get, we'll have <laughs> we'll to get, get into planning and zoning and city manager yeah. and county administrator <laughs> on, but whatever. So before, okay, so before we get away from all the different loan packages, do you see a lot of, and this talks about growth in the county, do you see a lot of USDA still? Because that, our lines change, what, every year, mm-hmm. I think they change um, that? I just actually got one yesterday for approval for USDA. Um, I haven't seen as many. Um, and we moved from the West Metro side, like Villarica, Carrollton area, where to me, I felt like there were many more. Um, I'm, I'm assuming just because it's more rural, um, mm-hmm. this is more yeah. developed, but, but I haven't seen as many here as, as I did there. And we lived there for five years. So, um, there used to be this little sliver. I don't know if it bit. still is in Sharpsburg. I think, that, I think it's like every USDA. five years. Yeah, I think it's like every five years or something that they look at mm-hmm. it. Is that, yeah. yeah. It's kind of in the rural west side of the yeah. county. And a lot of it used to be in Sonoy, believe it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in the way that you be can, rural. <laughs> the way you can check that, <laughs> too. <laughs> I don't know. I crisscrossed from Fayetteville to Sonoy yes, mm-hmm. through Sonoy yesterday, and I still felt like it was pretty rural. Yeah. I was cruising down it, Christopher yeah, Road. A lot of it is. <laughs> um, but anyway. No, you can check on the map, too, whether or not something's USDA. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can, I mean, even I can look up addresses mm-hmm. or, or whatever for yeah. people, too. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, well, we got our education on financing, so now, <laughs> exactly. now we need some buyers and sellers. and <laughs> <laughs> So, let us know if we can help. We, we um, back to some of the events that's coming up, there's always things that are going on in the city, and we're in the process of planning an easter egg hunt so we'll be sharing more of that i think mm-hmm. the oscars night is this weekend i think i, I don't 
the run for angels is coming up isn't it march 26th yes there's something else that and day. the shamrock run yeah it's and the shamrock up. so yeah spring is and then you've got your market days will start back up the first saturday in march i think so but we'll get a list of some of those things because march is quickly approaching thank goodness yep very it's gonna be here next week yes yep so well we will keep you informed of all the things that are coming up and happenings and we'll have we'll have another fun guest maybe joy will find us someone from the city yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just received that challenge. We do need to educate people on growth because when I, I guess because we're right in the middle of it. And when I see yeah. that, I'm like, these people need an education. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a hometown girl. And do I love the traffic? No. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's changed a lot. I was just talking to some friends that um, they had moved to Florida. They hadn't been here in two years. And they were at the coffee shop and they came through Poplar Road. Oh, and, you know, that there's has those changed. 600 houses going down there. And he's like, what in the world? And I said, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> but and then he said he didn't know about the new roundabouts in Sonoy. And, you know, there's, <laughs> roundabouts. we got roundabouts everywhere. Yeah. I don't know that one on 16, though. I feel like it's a little bit bigger. The new mm-hmm. one on 16, not the one by they're Fieldstone, gonna, not the other one. Well, they're redoing the one in Turin. Are they going to make it wider? It bigger. Yeah. It was just a temporary yeah. fix. You so. know what? That's a whole podcast in itself. Roundabout <laughs> etiquette. Yeah. I think we should get someone to, I don't know I who that like, is that talks to you about roundabout etiquette. One of the busiest ones in town and just take a lounge chair and just sit in the middle of it and watch people <laughs> all day. We could go sit at 29 and Hal Jones and yeah, the one right behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Well, thanks for tuning in. And thanks for joining us, Megan. Thank yeah, you Megan. for having me. Thank you. And I'm Jackie Robertson. I'm Joy Barnes. And we, we are, are Between, Between the, the Jays. Jays.